Welcome to IMTV Radio, bringing you the latest analysis from Socialist Appeal, the British section of the international Marxist tendency. For regular updates, subscribe to our podcast through SoundCloud or iTunes, or visit www.socialist.net. So, the news of the day. Trump dumps Iran nuke deal. There we are. And on the second page, we have Trump. U.S. is safer, now deals off. There it is. Now, reading these lines, I had a, a feeling of déjà vu, you know. I mean, I remember in, must have been about 1965, maybe? Yes, must have been thereabouts. I happened to be in the house of a friend of mine, Roger Silverman, whose, whose father, Sidney Silverman, was a prominent left-wing Labour member of Parliament. Actually, he was responsible for the abolition of the death penalty in Britain. And uh, Sidney Silverman was at the, at the table. He was reading the, the newspaper, The Guardian. At that time, during the Vietnam War, the uh, Republican presidential candidate was a man called Barry Goldwater, Senator Barry Goldwater, who had the brilliant idea that the way to end the war was to drop uh, nuclear bombs on uh, Hanoi, on, on North, uh, North Vietnam. And his electoral slogan was as follows, In your heart, you know he's right. I remember Sidney Silverman was reading the, the paper, he read this, he put the paper down, snorted, and said, huh, in your heart, you know he's right. In your head, you know he's a lunatic. <laughs> and now, uh, of course, I don't wish to comment on the uh, psychological condition of the President of the United States, not to be disrespectful. I'm not an expert on the subject. But that uh, Mr. Trump behaves in an extraordinary manner, I don't think that anyone can, uh, can doubt. Here's a man that contradicts himself. I think uh, every sentence he contradicts, contradicts himself twice at least, if not three times. He is also, uh, he also appears to be a pathological liar. Now, I watched with interest his statement uh, on television last night when he gave his reasons for abandoning this deal, which had been painfully put together after many months of wrangling between the different powers in 2015 with a view to preventing Iran from acquiring nuclear weapons, allegedly. Uh, Trump argued that Ir Iran had uh, in effect broken this uh, agreement. He uh, repeated the words of, of uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the leader of uh, Israel, in his infamous television broadcast, which in a way, it, I don't know whether it reminded me of a game show or maybe a teacher in a class for backward children. You know, he was pointing at the point of the Iran lies, Iran does this, Iran does that and so on. Allegedly with the support of hundreds of thousands, if not millions of documents allegedly obtained by Israeli, Israeli Secret Service. This was the only proof that the President Trump put forward this nonsense, because that's what it is put forward by, for his own reasons, by Netanyahu. Yes, Iran has broken the deal, he says. Now, the truth of the matter is this, you can say what you like about the Iranian uh, 
leadership and so on, you think what you like. But nobody in their right mind doubts that Iran has scrupulously observed this agreement, which limits their ability to produce nuclear weapons. I think they've reduced, under the terms of the agreement, they reduced their uh, stockpile of uranium by 98%, no less, at a figure, I think it's 660 pounds, I can't remember exactly, uh, fixed at that for the, and until the year 2031. Now, one would have thought that's quite a serious concession. Similarly, it's re restricted the number of, uh, of plants which can, can be used for, for enrich, enriching uranium for the purpose of producing nuclear weapons. One would have thought this was fairly satisfactory if you wanted to stop Iran from acquiring nuclear weapons. Yeah, but not satisfactory to Mr. Trump, it would seem, who argues that they've broken the deal. Not so. The Iranians have scrupulously maintained the terms of this deal. That's a straight lie. The International Agency for Atomic Energy has produced no fewer than 10 reports. And they've got inspectors on the ground, of course, not sitting in the White House watching Bibi Netanyahu on the television, which is all that Mr. Trump has done. 10 different reports which state clearly, unambiguously, Iran has scrupulously maintained the terms of this deal. The people who have not, who have never maintained the terms of this deal, is the United States of America. By the way, that goes for Obama, not just uh, under the Trump regime, to use that expression. The Americans didn't. They, 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 they said that they'd abolish sanctions for Iran. They abolished some of them. It lifted some of them, That it is true, which will now be reintroduced again, but not others. This is under Obama. So the Americans actually have broken their word and broken their promises. Not only this, he told other lies, blatant, brazen uh, lies, insolent lies. Iran is supposed to be the main sponsor, st state sponsor of terrorism in the world. Well, I always thought in my innocence that was Saudi Arabia, which, uh, and that can be proven, that they're the main movers behind all the terrorism, the jihadi terrorism that takes place in the world. Trump goes on and says, no, no, Iran backs Hezbollah, no, no doubt about that. Revolutionary Guards, well, of course, that's perfectly true. But he went on to add to his list of terrorist groups allegedly supported by Iran, the Taliban and Al-Qaeda. I mean, this is incredible. Even uh, uh, the, the commentator on Channel 4 News, when they interviewed a, a Republican spokesman, said, look, the president has told lies. He said that Iran has never supported Al-Qaeda and the Taliban. You know that it's a lie. And the man concerned, of course, did. He couldn't deny it. He tried to bluster and blather as these people do. On the contrary, the Iranian forces in Syria, which is the main objection the Iberians got, have been consistently fighting against Al-Qaeda, which is supported by the CIA and by America and by Saudi Arabia and by Israel also, by the way who all got, their, got their, their hands in this uh, wretched business in Syria. That's the main reason, actually, why, why Trump uh, has taken the position that he, that, he, that he has. The Americans are sore at the fact, very sore at the fact, that they have suffered a defeat in Syria. And Saudi Arabia has suffered a defeat in Syria. And Israel has suffered a defeat in Syria. And of course, the Iranians had a lot to do with that. They've sent forces in. There's no question about that. The same as other powers have sent forces in on the other side. From all parts of the Arab world, financed and armed these jihadi gangsters, these jihadi maniacs, 
armed and financed by Saudi Arabia and by the CIA. Let's be absolutely clear about it. And of course, they're affiliated to the to Al Qaeda. Uh, there's no argument about that. But of course, other parts of the Western world are not quite convinced by this uh, latest uh, escapade. You had the spectacle of the, the British government, who sent a high-powered delegation, uh, one-man delegation, uh, Boris the buffoon, our beloved foreign minister, who of course is treated as a, as a circus clown by the entire, correctly so, by the entire diplomatic international community, goes to Washington, uh, not with demands, Boris doesn't go to, to Washington, his demands are to Moscow, of course, and to other places, but to Moscow, but to Washington, no. He goes there in a very respectful, not to say groveling and servile manner, he even, if you please, oh, by the way, he wasn't uh, allowed to see uh, Mr. Mr. Trump, of course, but he, he did communicate with him by his favourite TV programme, which is Fox News, in on the television in the morning. So he communicated the views of the British government, Her Majesty's government, to Mr. Trump via Fox News. And his, his demands were, 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 were as follows, that if Mr. Trump would see, see his way not to doing this, taking this step, he should be awarded the Nobel Prize. I think that Boris Johnson should be awarded the Nobel Prize for idiocy, but there we are, that's just my, my personal opinion. What effect did this have? Well, not a lot, because not a lot. The same, the, there were other more important, rather more important people than Boris Johnson in Washington prior to him. For example, Angela Merkel, the undoubted leader of Europe. Or uh, Emmanuel Macron, the great French leader who's apparently a bosom pal of Trump. Trump is very fond of uh, Macron. They appeared in public on a balcony, the family, the Trump family and the Macron family with Mrs. Macron with a huge, uh, rather absurd hat. I always thought it was the, the English uh, upper-class ladies that were distinguished by that absurd head, headgear, but apparently not so. And of course, what was the result of this? Well, the result is that, that uh, the President of the United States urinated upon them from a great height. I'm sorry if that sounds somewhat undiplomatic, but it's the only thing I can think of. That's what he did. He treated him with absolute contempt. All the leaders of Europe were treated with absolute contempt. What is this nonsense about uh, the friendship with Macron or the special relationship with Britain? Well, you see, you see the value of that, of those empty uh, phrases. No, no, Trump was determined from the very beginning to do what he did, and he did it in his usual uh, Trump-like uh, uh, manner. Now, what will the result be? Well, you see, Netanyahu, who was one of the main people pushing for this, along with the Saudi gangsters who have been pushing for this, Netanyahu would like war with, with Iran sooner rather than later. He's pushing for it. The Israelis have been bombing uh, uh, Syria. And they did so yesterday again. Uh, apparently some missiles were shot down. And this is uh, uh, calculated to provoke the Iranians in particular into a conflict with Israel. The Israelis claim that they feel under threat from, from Iran. They're not under any threat from Iran. But Iran is definitely under threat from, uh, from Israel. Interestingly enough, I note that many, yes, not one or two, many Israeli generals and even representatives of the, intelli the Israeli intelligence community who were allegedly quoted by Netanyahu, Netanyahu in his infamous uh, broadcast have said that they were in favour of the deal, that it was a good deal.
It's the best that they could obtain. But Netanyahu's got his own reasons, you see, because he's under investigation for criminal offences, for for corrupt practices, and that's why he wants to divert it. That's just part of the reason, at least. Saudi Arabia also got a bloody nose in Syria. They backed Al-Qaeda in, in Syria. They backed these, these madmen, these, these uh, murderers, the jihadis and so on, but they've been defeated. And of course Iran played a big role in that uh, also. They're also engaged in a proxy war, a monstrous war, of which nothing is ever said, in the, in the Yemen in which they've condemned millions of people to a terrible death by, by starvation, men, women, and children. This is, these are our allies, the Saudi uh, monsters. That's what they're doing. And therefore, there is this confrontation with Iran. As far as the Iranian situation is concerned, well, uh, 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 this couldn't be a, a bigger gift to the mullahs, to the uh, hardliners in the regime, a, a better gift you couldn't imagine. It's true that the Iranian people will suffer. By the way, what hypocrisy again when, when Trump in his speech talks about the suffering of the Iranian people <clears throat> at the hands of the regime. The Iranian people are suffering considerable economic hardship at the hands of the Americans and their sanctions. And now they will suffer more. The Iranian people, the ordinary people, will suffer as a, as a result of these sanctions. But if Trump thinks that that's going to undermine what he calls the regime, somebody on the TV last night said, well, an Iranian spokesman said, don't use the word regime, it's a derogatory term. Why not talk about the American regime, the Trump regime, the Theresa May regime? I think that's not a bad comment to make. Anyway, if, if they thought, if Trump thinks that that's going to undermine the regime, he's very much... Uh, mistaken. If there's one thing that everyone in Iran uh, has got very profoundly uh, ingrained on their consciousness, it's an absolute hatred of American imperialism and the crimes of American imperialism that they've committed against Iran for many uh, decades. And therefore this will have the effect of pushing millions of people behind the regime, if you're going to use that expression. So that's counterproductive. If he thinks it's also going to stop the Iranians from conducting their defensive activities, because that's what they are, in Syria also he's got another thing coming. No, no. This will have the opposite effect. The only effect that it will have, and that's why the Europeans are terrified, is to destabilize further the events in Syria and the whole of the Middle East to increase the tendency, to increase the dangers, also to the United States. What's the man talking about? Trump, U.S. is safer now the deals off. The U.S. Is, is not safer. The U.S. and the entire world is in, is in a much more dangerous and bellicose position as a result of this uh, position. Of course, the Europeans are against. They have their own reasons. It's escaped the common uh, notice that big European companies, such as the French company Total, the oil company, or the Royal Dutch Shell Company, and many other companies have got big investments in, uh, in Iran. They stand a lot to lose from this uh, latest uh, escapade of Trump. That's partly why they put pressure on their own governments to scuttle across the Atlantic to plead with the, the president to please act rationally. Well, that's a lot to ask of uh, Donald Trump to act rationally. He acts like Donald Trump. Of course, he's surrounded by the most reactionary elements like uh, John Bolton and so that uh, arch reactionary, the arch counter revolutionary. What we have here is a block 
of three of the most counter-revolutionary and reactionary powers on earth. The USA, that's the main counter-revolutionary power, and Israel and Saudi Arabia, the most reactionary and counter-revolutionary forces in the Middle East. And that is a poisonous, a noxious, a horrible combination which can mean no good for the people either of Iran, the Middle East or anywhere else. Thank you for tuning in to IMTV Radio. Subscribe or download the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud or visit www.socialist.net for all the latest news, analysis and Marxist ideas. Thank you.